As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. And I know that you are here to listen to the best humans on the planet to grow, challenge, and transform your thinking. Let's do this. Now, you guys are always listening to me, and you're always responding, and you're always doing really great stuff. I want to take a second just to personally thank you for all of the amazing downloads and the subscribers that have been pouring in. It's been an absolutely amazing experience. I never thought that this would happen and it did. And it's because of people that I bring on here, these amazing humans that I bring on to this show to connect with you. And today I found another quite amazing human being. Her name is Michelle Triest and she's a survivor, a speaker, and a warrior advocate for women. And she, after suffering many years of abuse and forced isolation, uh, Michelle found the courage to risk death and escape with only the clothes on her back and her children in tow. Now you guys know that I am a huge huge advocate and proponent for amazing women. I love women and I love for women to come on here and show you that you can overcome many things in your life. And what I really adore about Michelle is that she is really taking her life experience and everything she's been through and she's helping women move and not be stuck anymore. So Michelle, thank you so much for being on Straight Talk. I really appreciate your time. Oh, yes. I love being here. I love sharing with you. <laughs> I love I love it. I love that you're here. Um, and I love your energy already. We had a little bit of talk right before you got we got on. And I have a really great audience, Michelle. So you're gonna have a, an amazing, uh, amazing response from these beautiful humans. Um, so tell us a little bit about who Michelle is, and then we'll go from there. Well, I enjoy writing, I blog, I Love to tell stories, uh, inspire others to move ahead in life and don't be stuck mm -hmm. where you are and go forward where you want to be in life. Mm -hmm. And I just enjoy lifting up other people. So that's what I love doing. I'm a grandmother. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> uh, I love yeah, that feeling. Yeah, two yeah. granddaughters. So even more the reason to talk to women uh, 
and gen- future generations on yeah. how to move forward in life. And I love yeah. talking. I love to ride my motorcycle. I ride it all the time. And so I get a lot of therapy, wind therapy, as I call it. <laughs> And I'm a little jealous. I'm a little jealous, Michelle. I'm a little (laughs) jealous. I'm a little jealous. I'm going to just say it. I'm going to just say it. Okay. I'm a little jealous. Um, I have a, I have a sister-in-law and my brother who ride all the time. And it's so freaking awesome seeing all of the places they go and the pictures they take. And she wears the the camera on her helmet, you know, so you get to see the ride. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. They're called Robles on Robles on two, Robles on two. And they're, they're really picking up um, a lot of like followers and stuff. It's really kind of oh, fun. Good, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah I yeah, put yeah. a little on, on YouTube. I'll post some of my rides on YouTube because they're longer. Yeah. And yeah. then Instagram, some of my shorter rides. But that's so fun. It's great. I um <laughs> I great. once met a man who when I, I used to be a church administrator at one point. And so I had to train at a very large uh church, congregational church. And this gentleman who was the church administrator himself who helped build the church. He said he rode his motorcycle and he Mm -hmm. said, I said, do you go to church here on Sundays? And he said, actually, no, I'm here all week. He says, I like to go on my motorcycle as Jesus would and just go on a journey and meet people, just meet Mm -hmm. the strangers. And they talk Mm -hmm. to you when you're alone in your motorcycle. He says, and that's, that's the blessing that I, that's what Mm -hmm. I do on Sundays. I thought that was such a sweet thing. It is. It is a sweet thing. And I'm glad you do that. Maybe one day my, my 50 year old self will get out there and actually learn how to ride because my husband loves it. So maybe I will do that because it's one of my things. It's one of my things on my bucket list. We'll see if I'll do it in my fifties. We'll see. (laughs) So (laughs) Michelle, go for it. (laughs) Oh yes. I'm going for it woman. You you look so much younger. Wow. Okay. So, Michelle, I'm going to get into it because I read your bio and I'm sure that my my audience is like, what? Talk to me, woman. What are you talking about? Um, you've been through quite a bit of a journey in your life. And I can see that. I can see why you don't want women to be stuck. I can I can see that just by reading your bio. Like, I think this is a passion of yours. I think that you, you're going to want to see these women free because you know what that's like not to be free. And I do want you to take us on a little bit of a journey of that, if you don't mind, Michelle. I know it's probably a very long story, um, and we have thirty minutes. So, um, but but I do want to know the gist of that, right? I want my audience to know, Michelle, like a little bit of your story and and what you've had to overcome to be here, you know, today. So if we can do that, that'd be great. Like, tell us a little bit about the past. And I, and I read a little bit about that forced isolation in a foreign country and, you know, years of abuse. So talk to me a little bit about that. Well, when I was younger, I wasn't very, I wasn't allowed, you might say, to be very connected to community. Mm. My parents were divorced. My mother worked all the time. I just didn't have a strong base. And when I was 21, I met a man in a bar and I left Connecticut. I I was born and grew up in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. And I went with him down to Florida thinking, oh, it changes scenery. I didn't know him very well. I knew him for about a month and a half. Well, I got pregnant and fast forward a couple of weeks I find out 
this gentleman, well, he was originally from Romania and okay. he came to this country in, in order to have a better life. But he found a darker side of making money. Mm-hmm. And it turned out after a couple of weeks of being in Florida that there were some drug dealers that he had swindled while we were down there. And oh, all of a sudden, dangerous. a couple of weeks later, yeah, he's like, we have to leave the country. There are people that are after us. So what do you mean after us? He says, well, you're the American and they know you're with me. So I had left the country, wow. went to Australia for a couple of weeks. That was the first place he hit me. I was a couple of months pregnant and I realized I'm on a mountaintop in Australia with no money, no health insurance, no family, wow. embarrassed, mm-hmm. um, Mm-hmm. And I had drug dealers after me. So we were in Australia for a couple of months and we ended up going to France. And that's where I was for the next three and a half years. The first time I tried to leave him was after he had gone to jail for a bit of time. And I tried to leave him. I was afraid when you're, when someone never gives you freedom or bank account or money and has, and hits you. Mm-hmm. You lose your power. You know, mm-hmm. I gave up my power. Mm-hmm. So when he, I waited till he got out of jail because I was so fearful of the repercussions I would have if he ever um, found me gone with mm-hmm. the, our child. So I announced, I do want to leave. I said, you could visit her whenever you want. I want to go back to America. And he said, okay, all right. And show me good faith, leave her for the night and come back the next day. Well, I came back the next day and she was gone. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Fast forward. I end up going to Romania. He said he would give her to me if I came there and, and picked her up myself. So he took her to Romania while you Mm -hmm. were gone. Oh my. I I was yeah Overnight. Like he just took her out of the country. Wow. Sent her out. So I went to Romania and when I arrived, I got the worst beating and my ribs, he just kicked me to the floor in the kitchen. And he was told, he told me, you're not going to go anywhere. You're going to stay here and be the mother to your, to your daughter. Mm. So I was there for another three and a half years. I had another daughter that I cherish. I cherished both my girls. Yeah, I really wanted my, my, my daughters to have each other because I probably was not going to make it out of the country. Once, you know, you see how someone works, he was even stronger in his, his own black country, market. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Business dealings, even more in his own country and, you know, black market, you're tied in with the police as well. Mm-hmm. But I was not going to leave without my children. So I waited And there a day came where someone came to the door. He was out. My husband was out on a trip in Italy and someone came to the door and he returned a large envelope. And he said, this is for your husband. So after he left, I went to the safe. I found like our guns and whatever in the safe. And I went to put the envelope in there, but I found the bigger treasure. I found both my girls' passports. American passports. 
normally they were not on site because he would keep them at his mother's house. So I couldn't get them. Right. So I had, I had what I needed. I had money in my hands for the first time because I never had more mm -hmm. than like 20 bucks in my pocket ever. And the pass, the passports and the money. Now, of course, that was very difficult. What do I do first? Because right, right. You know, if I buy the tickets and I don't get, I needed a passport, a visa stamp and my younger daughter's passport because she was born there. It's one of these crazy oh. things. She couldn't leave the country without showing right. some kind of entry visa. But I'm like, she was born here. But if I go to the, if I get the passport visa stamp first, because he knows these people and I don't get the plane ticket, it was just one of oh, these. Oh man, that's and tough. Everything had to happen in 24 hours. Right. So fast forward, I get it done. The next day I grab a suitcase, my girls, everything was left behind. Pictures, baby albums, photos, all the things you save when you have your, you know, your kids. Uh, my girls were two, two and six at the time. And Oh man, and they're like, little. I had to leave behind, Oof. and they're little. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I uh, told the police there when I went for the visa, they're like, "Do your husband know he's leaving?" I said, "Oh, my mother had a heart attack, and she's dying, and I need to go back." So you know, I tipped him whatever I need to do, and got out of there and got on the plane. I made it back, and he, he came after me. And the courts here didn't—they don't understand when you're dealing with someone like this. They really don't mm -hmm, comprehend. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Even though you show them copies of false passports and things, they just don't comprehend it. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. A year later, after having uh, supervised visits with the children, my pro bono attorney had in the final divorce decree, an agree there's an agreement between Romania and America where Romania will honor American ju uh, court judgments. And of course, he swore he would never take them, never take them. And then on the first unsupervised visit, of course, I dropped them off. What an animal! Came back at the end of the weekend. Went to um, I was picking up at a church in the fall. It was October. And um, sorry. <laughs> and they he didn't show up. So, All right. Yeah, that was um. The beginning um and then the news here were wonderful very supportive it was you know good morning america the local westport news the police very involved christopher shays at the times got mm -hmm. very involved and a month and a half later i uh got what back the first the oldest sorry the younger daughter were they still in the states no in romania oh they were in i romania. don't know Still don't know how he got them out of the country. Wow. Yeah. So I got a month one. and a half must have felt like an eternity, Michelle. Oh, yeah. And when I came back, I had never finished my college degree. So when I first came back to the oh US with the two girls, I was like, I'm getting right on it. I found a job as a bank teller. And then I signed right up for North Community College. I'm like, I have to get a degree to support my children. Yeah. I have to, be able to because obviously I wasn't going to get any help financially. Right. So I was going to school, working, you know, going to school at night and working during the day. And um, I was on social assistance to have insurance and a little bit of food stamps and things. Mm -hmm. I went to go, I was living with, uh, 
I had to go stay at my mother's house, my stepfather, because I'd work all day and then I'd see them for dinner and then I'd kiss them goodbye and my you know, family would help and they would wash them and put them to bed while I'd go to school at mm-hmm. night. And um, yeah, and so a month and a half later, I, I, one child was, my younger daughter was taken back, but the lawyer that was handling the case saw the connection between the local police and their father. And mm. she dropped the case. She's like, I'm afraid. And she wow. withdrew from it. The local police in Romania? In Romania. Oh, yes. in Romania. Okay. The Romania, okay. local police in Romania, where he lived, he was tied in with them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's tied in with the thieves as well as the gypsies and, right. you know, the police, everyone. <laughs> everyone's right. involved. But, um, yeah, so I got, so the lawyer quit. She was afraid of her for her life. Right. And then I put out a plea and I still spoke some Romanian. And I contacted the local Romanian news agent, the news, news, um, newspaper media. reporters there, media mm-hmm. there. And they put in the newspaper, look what's going on. This, you know, American woman can't get her children back. And why are the police not helping? Mm. You know, questioning if they, they were doing what they were supposed to do as mm-hmm. local authorities. So then I found another attorney from the capital in Bucharest and he wasn't from a local area. So he wasn't afraid. Right. And he helped get back um, to get, put more force for my older daughter to be brought back to the U S and it was their grandmother, the Romanian grandmother that brought them back on the airplane wow. to New wow. York. And that's when I got the second one. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So wow. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. all I could say. I am so grateful to God that you got both your girls back though. These stories yeah. don't always end this way, Michelle. No, you know? they don't. They you don't. Know? I'm very lucky. It was called the Hague yeah. Hague Convention Agreement. And not all countries have that agreement. Yeah, thank so God, right? Anytime God, if anything, it was that country. Thank God. Um, and yeah. I'm glad you got them back. I mean, were you able to start to try to live somewhat of your life after that? Because I'm sure that even then the fear, I am a survivor of domestic violence. And I remember for a long time, still looking over my shoulder at everything, you know, um, can't sleep because you don't know if somebody's coming in through the door or the window, you can't, you don't go anywhere because you don't know if he's going to pop out from behind a car. You you don't want to go to work because you don't think he's going to show up there. I mean, it is a real thing, you know. It is. Um, so how did you start to get Michelle back? How did you start to work on Michelle and your girls? And how did you start to move forward in, in your life? You know, it was just being focused on what I had to do. I had no time for a pity party or anything like that. I, I was right. just like, I'm just going to drive myself ahead mm-hmm. and stay focused on moving my children forward. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. my goal was always to be able to support them and be keep good, healthy role models, try to around them. Mm-hmm. And... Um, know, say what I'm going to do and do what I say. Mm-hmm. And I never bad mouthed him. I always said, your father loves you. I never said anything negative yeah, about the same. 
Mm-hmm. I said, you know, whatever stresses he, his stresses in his choice of lifestyle would, uh, he would kind of blow up. So every once in a while when he would hit me um, and the controlling was always ongoing, that was me. That wasn't about them. And I would always say, your father loves you. He just doesn't know a healthy way of showing it. Mm-hmm. So for now, he just needs to stay where he's, where it's the best place for him and we can just move forward. So I always mm-hmm. had the girls and myself just focus on moving forward. For me, there so was good. a time, yeah, when I got, after I got back the first child, the police put me in a, in a home for um, like a, what do you call it? A secret home. For oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Home. For like domestic violence. Domestic and, violence. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I stayed there for a little bit. Not 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 just a couple of weeks. Not that long. But um, no, I just said I have to move forward. I didn't think yeah. he would hurt them. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard because when you know someone, he had the means, the money. Yeah. And the connections in Romania. Right. And really, I didn't have anything. And that right. was hard for me as well, because I know mm-hmm. I said, I'm taking my children where I don't have anything. I don't have a college. Edu- I never finished college. I don't mm-hmm. have the money. I don't have anything to offer them. And he had everything. And that's mm-hmm. something that I is, I think hard for women because you say, I don't mm-hmm. have anything. I said, but what right. I did have, I did have freedom. I was going to say that. Yeah. I had freedom mm-hmm. and I had I had goodness. I said, I have goodness. Even though sometimes when you're with someone, you have a sense of guilt because you've been with them. You've eaten the food that they've not gotten maybe the the most correct way. Right. And there's a certain amount of guilt that comes with that. Mm -hmm. But I said, Mm -hmm. I can offer them freedom. And back here in America, (laughs) I can get away. I can get right. away. There's places to go. It's not mm-hmm. like living in Romania where you right. have no choices. Right, right. I, right. I, I will gladly, there were times when I had to go to the, the food bank to get food and get clothing from, you, know, you get like coupons or whatever to go mm-hmm. to Goodwill. You know, I've mm-hmm. done it all. Right. And I right. said, at least this, this is freedom. Yeah. And not peace. having someone control. Yeah. yeah. I'll wait tables. I'll do whatever I have to do. Yeah. That's what but I love this, about this country. It yeah. is. And you can yeah. still have that freedom. Yeah. So that's what that's, I focused on. That's powerful. Yeah. That's powerful I to focus him. on that. Yeah. Is I that, is that, sorry. When I left him when I got away from him after that it was one of those things like the night before I left, I prayed to God and I said, God, just let me be the vehicle to get them to freedom. That's awesome. Whether I make it out of this, but if I don't make it out of the country, just let my children get out of the country. If I yeah, make yeah. it there, just let me let me get the children from here to there, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. you know that's it. As long as right. they're in a safe country, that they have all the options. Right. Were you able to maintain that afterwards? Like, did they end up staying with you the whole time? You and the girls just kept trucking along forward. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I've been, I, you know, I've been remarried. I've been divorced. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but that relationship left you alone. I hope after some time, or yes, yes. Okay. And there would Good. be times where he would try to reconnect, but he was, he would always say things like, "I'll give you money. I'll pay for this for the kids. I'll buy the kids a car or whatever." But yeah. you have to let me see them. 
And I said, oh, no, 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 no. That's okay. That's <laughs> no. okay. We tried that twice. No, yeah, thank exactly. You. exactly. <laughs> yeah, There's right. Like no amount of money. Right, right, right. Convince <laughs> me. Nope. <laughs> so, Michelle, I mean, that's extreme. Well, first of all, kudos to you because that takes super strength. It really, really does. And I know that that was scary. I don't care how far away he was in Italy, France, whatever. The first fears that must have came into your mind is, is he really gone? Is he coming back early? Is he around the corner? Is this a trick? Right? I mean, oh, all of yeah. that must have crossed your mind, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Even, yeah. even the one night there was a, a changeover flight. I think it was Austria. And I had to sleep the night there. Italy's close. So I just, the whole night, obviously I did not sleep because right. I was like, if, you know, he can simply come there and slit my throat and, right. you know, that's right. it. Right. So. And it I mean, he was already abusive enough that that probably would have been your fate in the future, honestly, because oh, yeah. it, it increases, as you know, if he's, if he's kicking you to the point where he's almost breaking ribs and stuff, there's, there's nothing to get to the next level, right? My ex did the same to me. I put a gun to my head and pulled the trigger. And the trigger got stuck or the safety got jammed. And that's wow. the only reason why I'm here today, right? Wow. So that's just to show you that it can go from a quick uh, oh, smack yeah. and punch here to something completely different, right? Oh, yes, yeah. yes. And there were yeah. times, I mean, no one, especially once you're living there in Romania, no one messes with him. Right. And, I mean, you, Ooh, see, someone, you see someone come home with blood on their clothes. Yeah. 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 The so. fear is real. The fear is real. Yeah. I'm so glad though that you got out of it. And I'm glad that you had your girls young enough that you can at least show them how to move forward in their life. That's a, that's a gift from God, like nothing else. Right. Because yeah. you at least thank God that he couldn't uh, manipulate it to the point where they are now in their twenties and thirties and now coming to you. You know what I'm saying? At least you were able to do that. And I'm so grateful that that happened for you. I really, really am. Because I know that these stories don't always turn out this way. No. And so I, and so now I want to like fast forward a little bit because, uh, you know, we're here now. We're here today. And now you're using like all of this victory in your life and all the things you've overcome to impact women. Right. So I want to talk to you about that. What what drives you to do that? And what how is it that you that you want to pour into women? Yeah, well, I just like you say, I feel very blessed that I've had the time and the. The health, the mental awareness um, to keep it all together. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've had people say to me, I don't know how you're not an alcoholic or something. I'm like, I just I don't understand but I'm just very grateful. I mean, there's nothing easy when you're, right. when you're in a situation in a relationship where, as you know, it's like, it's not good there. And so if you find the, the energy to move forward, mm -hmm. it's not easy on the other side either. either. So no, I don't want right. anyone to think, Oh, life's easy. It's, 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 there's always challenges. Yeah. But um, this is now 25 years later mm -hmm. and my children are 34 and the other one's turning 30 and my grandchildren are oh, my two granddaughters and both my girls are married, finished college. Oh, so I'm good. extremely proud of them mm -hmm. and my grandchildren, two girls. So for me, I'm just at a place where I'm just so grateful mm -hmm. and I guess I've always had to do so much, whether it's 
being indifferent, trying to still find what career I want to be in. What does I want to do? I've, I've switched, I've switched careers a couple of times mm-hmm. and, but it's really about the journey. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I've worked with um in the mental health field as well. So I've seen um, what can happen when you lose hope. Right. Right. And to me, I think that one of the gifts we can give other people and what you do too, Nina, is you help people find hope. Mm -hmm. If Mm -hmm. people lose hope, it's all over. It's all over. Right. You know, I I ride a motorcycle and I'm like, it's kind of like if you go around that corner and you hit that little bit of dirt on the corner, it's taken out. And if you lose hope, it's hard to get back on the track. Right. Right. It is. It is. That's what I want to use my energy for. I can't, for me, I I just am so grateful for life and, and the opportunity to just be here. And I want to see more people enjoy their lives and not give up hope. That's because I've seen what happens. Um, at one point I was helping, you know, working, managing homes for the disabled. I was working in a, a group home to help women come back from, to come back and be part of the community. So some were coming from the prison system, prostitution, drugs, and um, it was Christian based. And I learned so much. Like, I never knew how to how to lead an AA group and a, and a, um, a rehab. Like I just, God has exposed me to so much for such a time, right? It's such a short time. And I'm just like, for me to waste it and watch Netflix, or I'm just like, yeah, I, I love that. I can't do it. Did God <laughs> give me all this insight and not allow me to, you know, kind of crumble, you know, there's gotta be right. a reason and so 100%. I love lifting other women and men because I've met some some men that have come and talked to me even on my motorcycle right. and have said, you know, I've seen, you know, your Instagrams or your parts of your speech. And, you know, I went through domestic violence as well. Oh, yeah. I know men and that have too. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, there's no group home for men. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's, and they're right. There isn't. There isn't. There isn't. There isn't. Mm-hmm. So to me, when someone comes to me and says, you helped me, you made me feel not alone. Um, you've given me hope. I'm just like, oh, that's the best right? ever. Such a good it's feeling, isn't it? Ever. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It's the best <sighs> feeling. I'm so glad, though. I'm glad you're doing that. I know before that we um, were talking before we got on the air, I know that you have some stuff in the works and you have like a great program that's coming out for, um, you know, for for people to, to uplift them and to help them to move forward and all of that. And I really, I really love that you are um, not a victim, but a victor, right. And that you're using everything that you've been through. So all of your mess is now going to become your message. And that is what you're helping people with. And that is a beautiful gift to the world because I always tell people, listen, 
you can look at all of your situations in life and you can be a victim. That's fine. People choose that. That's okay. Or you can, or you can look at it and say, how do I use this now to impact and uplift others? And that's what straight talk, no sugar added is about. It's talking about real stuff that yeah. happens to Amen. real people <laughs> yeah. to be able to really have an impact because I truly yeah. believe in that. Right. I mean, yeah. being through a lot of things in life helps you to really develop this this empathy, this way of looking at things, this way of looking at people, like even though they're going through, you can look at them and say, oh, I, but I can see, I can see the blessing that's going to come out of this, you know? Oh, yeah. Isn't yeah, that good? Yeah. So it's, good. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I just want to get my hands in, in people just to lift them up now. Yeah. I, for probably uh, maybe 15 years, I was very involved in the church mm -hmm. and I was, you know, whether it's children, small group ministry, I was uh, a Stephen minister for a while. Mm -hmm. And this is meeting with people and helping them move forward because ministers and priests don't have all that much time. So you would meet with them once a week. Okay. And there came a time where I started to really learn more about different spiritual practices. The Buddhists, they're amazing um, practices. And so it came to me at one point where I said, I need, and I had, I led a, a divorce support group as well for the community at the church, but for the community, all the local churches as well. And it dawned on me that I needed to move outside the church. I mm -hmm. spent a lot of time within the church but I felt that some people just didn't want to come to programs because they were like, well, I don't go to church. I had a bad experience or whatever. And I was like, well, Jesus went outside. And so did Buddha, you know, it went outside to the people. It wasn't in a religion. And, right. and so that's what actually inspired me just a couple of years, just, just been a couple of years to go outside and bring the words and program of just hope yeah. to people. Yeah. And so, so that's why I look, love to speak. I go storytelling. That's fantastic. That's yeah. good. I'm glad you're using your voice. That's great, yeah. Michelle. Honestly, yeah. that's really Meet fantastic. Meet where they are, you know? Yeah. Need yeah. To do. yeah. Yeah. And that's what the big virtual world is about, too, meeting people yeah. where they are. And so before I let you go, because I know this has been a phenomenal experience for my for my beautiful viewers um, and listeners. So before I let you go, I do want them to connect with you. So let us know all of that, like websites, Instagrams, whatever you want to share on how um, my audience um, can really connect and, and get hope and even your program when it's launching and all yeah. of that great stuff. So tell us about how we can connect. Yeah. Well, I have my website, michelletriest.com. And I will put the upcoming program up there. You'll see some of the speaker, different speak, different speaking uh just to give you an idea of different uh, topics that I can talk oh, to. Oh, great. Mm -hmm. uh, if, I, if there's a company that says, okay, well, our audience, you know, we're at this company, or that company, then, you know, we'll tweak it and they can let me know what it is that they would like to give their, um, their group. And so I'll, okay. I'll tweak it. And then for uh, ongoing, I'm pretty active on my Instagram. Yeah. So is yeah, it the same Instagram. Michelle Triest? Um, it's, you can put in Michelle Triest. But I actually, you can also look for Moto Madam M. All right. <laughs> it's fun. I want to have fun, right? All right. <laughs> Moto Madam M. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yes. 
the madam is the spiritual side of things. I got you. I got you. That's awesome. No, yeah, that's great, you Michelle. You gotta have fun. You just gotta yeah, have fun. You do. You See, do. Yeah, so I'll, and I'll put some, even some uh, little bit of clips from my motorcycle rides when I go with different groups. And then also I have a YouTube that I put more longer rides on it. And sometimes I'll put some of my talks on YouTube, mm -hmm. but uh, in the last next quarter, I'll have much more on YouTube okay. as well as LinkedIn, but keep an Perfect. eye out on my Instagram and my website and awesome. I'd love to hear from you guys. And I love watching you, Nina. I love, you know, Thank watching you. your, your, your walk as well. And thank you. I appreciate that. I love thank your you. audience too. Yeah. So I got a great audience. It. It's great. Yeah. They're awesome. Thank yeah. you so much, Michelle, for, uh, for really opening you yourself and your heart up. I really great appreciate it. You, thank you. I appreciate you guys. I love you. Thank you so much for spending this time with me and Michelle. I'm going to make sure to link all of Michelle's information below so that you can go ahead and click on there. You probably don't even want to wait. You want to just already go on there and follow her. So make sure you do that. Her energy is good, right, guys? I told you, I always find the best humans on the planet, and Michelle is definitely one of them. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening. You are the best, okay? I have the best podcasting community ever. I really do. And I appreciate you guys being on here. Make sure you go on to winject.com slash register w-i-n-j-e-c-t dot com slash register and register for my free community because I want to be really um, connected with you and I want us to brainstorm and be with each other and connect in a deeper way if you are looking for coaching, please make sure that you also email me at hello at straighttalknosugaredit.com. I work with women and I help them develop that business that they are envisioning in their hearts so that they can win. Thank you guys so much for being here. Love you. Love you. Love you. This is Dina Perez, Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Until next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.